following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. The Nostalgia Funhouse proudly dedicates all episodes in the loving memory of Connie Chirac. So, Johnny, I've, I've been hearing really great things about this Nostalgia Funhouse. It just brings back so many great memories. Andrew, uh, another reason I'm maybe in line with you here is that you really vouched for this show. So, I'm just going to believe you that this is the show that you know I've been wanting, which is just talking about all the fun stuff from our yesteryear and the years before uh, and I really hate anything meta so I'm glad that what we're doing right now is not that oh no definitely what is meta is, isn't that Ron Artessa's new name <laughs> well add world and peace to it sure <laughs> yeah but this is this is great they like last year they were like tearing play sets and Halloween costumes and well they, that sounds cool they get like this weird court recordings from like pop culture courts does anybody care about court cases these ones are kind of cool. They put Scott Kelvin on trial for Santa Claus there. Oh wow! Yeah. Okay, you're. That sounds interesting. Yeah, man. You know what's the best part about this is though? Because I hear they always got a really great sponsor. You can check it out right there. Tonight on the Disney Sunday movie, the Davises are moving into a new house. Definite fixer-upper. Where the tenants are deceased. <laughs> But not departed. This house is not haunted. Keep an eye out for the boogity man. What boogity man? Boogity boogity. Now it's every man, woman, and child for himself. I saw him. What a weirdo. Dad's gonna negotiate with Mr. Hamburg. It's spirited family fun, Mr. Boogity. I'd move. Hello and welcome to the nostalgia. Haunted House with your host, Johnny Townsend, and the bride of podcasting, perhaps, Andrew Lins. I'm a bride? I that's the I, I guess I know what Dracula's doing there. Uh, today we're covering, what, what are we covering today, Andrew? Oh, we are covering... A child, I'm embarrassed to say that we're covering Mr. Boogity because and what was the sequel called? The Bride, Bride of Mr. Of Boogity. Boogity. So that's what he was doing. Yeah. Uh, but so I watched this like for Halloween for years that I can remember, and it scared the crap out of me. And this is like a Disney. Sunday night movie, you know, gather. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll get into some. I'll get into some of the background of this movie because I was very fascinated by it. Uh, but yeah, this was a uh, one of those uh, when Disney would do those movies of the week type things, oh, yeah. and this is one of those. You know, you gather around the TV with the family to end yeah. out the week. You got all you got all done watching your Saturday morning cartoons, and then you Disney closes out your week right there with this. But this is this is Mister Boogity and little personal history is this movie scared the crap out of me when i was a kid and my personal history is this is what i'd always heard about okay but before streaming there was no way to watch it again really so i yeah. never i never saw it until yesterday for this and i i don't think i wanted to watch again because it was a it was a little creepy because i put this up there with the boogeyman episode of the real ghostbusters that to this day 
I still get creeped out when I watch. I can see that, but I'm coming to it seeing it as an adult, right? Yeah, I didn't see it as a kid. So it's very different for me, my experience. Uh, as seeing it now, I don't want to give away my score for it or anything, but I think it's a good time. Yeah. I This was one of the ones where I was like, we got to insert this in here. It's not, we're, we're reviewing it, but I don't, we're not doing a movie, like a movie, movie review this month because we got all their stuff. Right, right. But I'm still going to give us a score at the end oh, of the day. Oh, we're still good. We, yeah. We're reviewing uh, something. We're giving it a score. Yeah, so the, the history of this, the background and history of this movie is really fascinating. Originally, it was going to have Cheech and Chong, for one, which is mind-blowing. That uh, <laughs> that That is interesting. Uh, and another thing was, it was originally going to be a full-fledged movie at first. It was going to be like a spoof on horror films. So but like, then they, but then they were like, "Let's." I don't know about that. Disney kind of comes along. They oh, say yeah. soften up the the horror aspect of it a little bit, and they're like, "Oh, you know what? Uh, this was originally then it go, it would turn into uh, what you watched was originally going to be a pilot for a TV series of him just haunting. It was just going to be a TV series of that family in that haunted house in that town. Was what it was going to be." So that's why they pretty much because it's when it sort of just throws you into it, really. Yeah, and it's it's short. Yes, forty five minutes around in there. Yeah, it's short. And what else? Uh, what else was I gonna say? Crap, it's short, and it it has some names in it, but nothing too. Big. Uh, yeah, no, I would say well, not like. The kids go on to do some pretty great stuff in the, the world of sitcoms. Because you got <laughs> movies. You, you got Bud Bundy, David. Uh, I can't even. You say. got the kid from Alf. Yeah, kid from Alf, and then the father has like played in everything known to man. I think he's uh, who's the uh, who's the oldest daughter. We're leaving her out. I that was a big name. Was it really? Yes. Jennifer. Oh my goodness, that's Christy Swanson. Yes. <laughs> I didn't even realize that. Like, I would, okay, this is how dumbly blind nerdy I am. I was more blinded by the little kid that went on to become Brian Tanner and Bud Bundy. Yes. And I was realizing that was Christy Swanson. Yep. That's Christy Evan Swanson right there. And John Aston. Yeah. That's also, but this guy, Richard Masur. I'm hoping I'm saying is that yeah he was the dad in License to Drive he played like he's been in a lot of stuff I've definitely seen him before yeah I think he's been in like almost like every 80s movie in the world like yeah you definitely recognize him if you see him you definitely definitely recognize that guy but and you can also kind of Speedo man exactly yes yes exactly but now the one thing you you kind of see it's roots of being a spoof in the joke near the beginning with the sign the real the realtor sign yes where it says definitely not haunted or something like that and then it like then it falls yeah like that's a that's a bit of the spoof still in it but that's not really prominent in the thing really it's it is the gist of it is this family moves to this uh town but you only ever see the i love the names because this is stuff that i don't think you would see today Lucifer like, Falls, whatever yes. the name of the town. Lucifer yeah. Falls, New England. Yes. Because he over. owns uh he's he's an owner, not the owner of the franchise, but he's a franchisee 
yes. Gag City stores. You know, Gag City, everybody, go get your gags. All right, um, sponsor of the Nostalgia Funhouse, Gag City. Yeah, Gag City. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, because uh, you know, it was a big thing. Those gag stores, they definitely, yeah. definitely survived and didn't become a Spencer's in the mall. <laughs> or you could the back wall at five below. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. Um, my first note is, uh, this is a this is a terrible dad. <laughs> Why? I don't think he. Oh, come on, because he plays jokes? No, 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 no. Because he gets to this house. It is, and he calls it a, and I'm quoting here, fixer upper. This house should be condemned. (laughs) Yes. And it's very obvious that his family does not want to sleep there that night. And he's like, we're sleeping here. Don't worry about it. Like, just go get a hotel for the night and come back during the day for crying out loud. They get, of course, they get there at night. Of course. Yeah. But, and why was the guy in the house? Like, John. Thank you. Neil yeah. Witherspoon, John Ashton's character. Yeah. He was in that house. Like, I believe, I understand movie wise, like, that's to add the suspense. Yes. But he was just like chilling in their house. Like, yeah. Just uh, no standing, just standing there in the living room. Yeah. Like, he wasn't even a- doing anything. He's just standing there waiting on them to show up. He's not a realtor. He's no. not, he's he what works for the Chamber of Commerce for something Lucifer like that. Fall? Yeah. Why would you move to a place called Lucifer Falls? Like, what makes you even be like, yeah, that looks like a good. Yeah, I'd rather move to a place called Angels and Stand I, Up. <laughs> and how broke are they that they're like a family of five? And they're like, this is our first real house. <laughs> like, yeah. I feel like the father, like a backstory. Here we go with backstories. Uh, like kind of a made up backstory is maybe he's not very good with money, and he invested into this gag city place. And he seems like doing too well because he mentions that it's one of the only spots without a gag city store from right within miles. Yes, uh, I I think he seems like one of those guys who has big ideas, and. Then- and- uh, the family sort of suffers because of it. <laughs> kind of like if you watch some other movies or TV shows, the uh, quote unquote inventor dad. Yes. Yes. Okay. Sort of like a honey. I shrunk the kids type of dad in a way. Okay. Yeah. So he, he's really invested in his projects and sometimes now I will say in fairness to him, uh, most of the family, except for the older daughter are, are all for it. It seems too. they're, yeah. They love these gags. They're constantly playing gags on each other all the time. That's why one of my notes is, but uh, this is the family like, from this is the family from hell was one of my notes. <laughs> isn't that kind of like a trope? I was thinking the same thing. Like that stuff would last with me for about maybe a couple hours. And I'd be like, oh, that's a good one. The yeah, but it doesn't stop, Andrew. It is constant. <laughs> yeah, I would be like, no. But isn't that kind of like the teenage daughter trope, though? She's got to move away from her friends and go. She to- was the most relatable what? one to this for me. Because she was like the most common sense. Exactly. Not only that, she was like, yeah, I this stuff is fine. It's funny at times. But for the love of God, take a break. <laughs> yeah. Like with the whole egg thing where it was like rubber eggs. And yeah. Like the egg was squirting on the kid. And he was like, good one, dad. I'm sorry. We're eating breakfast. If you're going to serve me rubber eggs, 
we're yeah. having a problem because I need something to eat before we need to start doing this stuff. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It's, a, it's one of those don't come at me without my coffee type of deals, right? Yes. Yeah. Don't mess with my food. Come on, man. And, but it's always from the get-go. There's something's wrong with the house, of course. Yep. It starts right away. Uh, here's a trope I will always say in any of these scary type of movies. Uh, if a door's glowing, don't freaking open it. Yeah, call the Ghostbusters. Yeah. Get a free balloon for the kids. Yeah, exactly. You get a professional in there. You get Egon to take care of that for you. You yeah. don't open it yourself. Yeah, the mentor of the group. Uh, <laughs> don't get me started on that. <laughs> what a wild comment. Uh, but people, uh, you know what? Uh, fascinating, I would say. But yeah, they're in they're in the house. But the, right, yeah. uh, the two the two brothers, the two little brothers, they're in it. They're that's not right. Like there's no fighting among these kids at all. That's how different. exactly they get along fairly well, which makes no sense. <laughs> First of all, I like it how all of a sudden was it. I'm just going to refer to him as Brian. Oh, they call him Ari. And I thought yeah. they could call him Ari. <laughs> but once again, I'm getting older because uh, his real name is, according to Wikipedia, Reginald Ernest Davis in the show. They, they say his full name. Okay. The dad says his full name at one point. Yeah. But, uh, the teddy bear goes missing that he has his fuzzy teddy bear. Yes. Yes. That will come back. Uh, one of my notes though is has to do with those two brothers. And my note is, and I'm quoting my note verbatim here. If you told me that one of those kids grows up to be the Joker, I'd believe you. <laughs> Maybe this is, could be a Joker origin story. That's what I was like. That's what I was watching. I was like, this is a Joker origin story. And Oddly enough, there is a connection, Andrew. This is another one of the background things. Okay. One of the uh, people who auditioned for this but was turned down ended up being a certain Mr. Phoenix who later became the Joker. Oh, my goodness. Who do you who probably played David Fasciano's part, right? He was going to be one of the brothers, I think. Good old Joaquin? Yeah. Great, fantastic actor. Yes. There's a guy that kind of normally you fall behind your brother, but he's actually living. Uh, well, I don't mean because, this in I don't mean this in any crass way, but his brother did pass away. Yeah, well, I'm saying like, like it, when he was lived, at the height of it. Yeah, yeah, his brother was very good for a young actor. Oh yes, yeah, yeah, very much so. But yes, this is very interesting. And you know what? The other thing I kind of noticed is nobody goes to school. Is this summertime? But yet they're wearing jackets. Yeah, I do. yeah, they don't really say when this is. That's a good point. Like they don't say it's Halloween. Time. This whole thing pretty much takes place at their. No, they do go to the town once to talk to that guy, right? Yeah, they go to the town because that's where they find the history of Mister Boogity and why yeah. this is haunted. Yeah. Uh, one of my other notes is that guy when he doesn't have his hat on, he looks a lot like my uncle Lark. <laughs> it really does. I gotta find a picture of Uncle Lark and send it to you. Let you know. Look, this guy looks. That's pretty like awesome that your uncle looks like John Aston. <laughs> he does. I'm not even kidding. Can we get a pinstripe suit on him and uh, dress him <laughs> up as Gomez Adam? I have to see if he'll do it. Maybe you guys can guess go. No, you guys could go for dual costumes. You could be uh, you could be Harry from Night Court, and he could be I forgot what that character is. The father, the mental abusive father. I'll be more of a just going by my body type of Pugsley. Uh, 
Halloween, you can dress up whatever you want to be. That's right. Yes. But, Just for the character you want, not the character you are. That's what I've always heard. Because they do hear sneezing, too, which will play a part. Let's not forget about that. The sneeze. Yes. I think, honestly, I think the story over all this is, is especially considering that this is a Disney kids horror short movie. The story-wise, I thought it was pretty good. I mean, the yeah. gist of it is Mr. Boogity, like you get his whole background. I got, I'm going to let you tell the story, and then I, I got to make a comment about okay. when they're telling the story. So Mr. Boogity is um, like he's sort of, he want, he gets this cloak, right? Because he makes a deal with the devil to get this cloak, and it's to impress this lady that he really likes. Um, and that's kind of the genesis of I'm going to swear on this. On go ahead, this the guy that's Mr. Boogity is, what's his real name, is uh, William Hanover. He is the town oh, okay maybe i won't have to he is the grumpy old man in town yes he's the he's the guys whose house like the all the parents tell the kids just don't go near that yeah house. He, he's keeping your football if you put it on if, if it lands. yeah he's he's who the kids in sandlot thought was in that house yes that's it, but um, they ended up being an awesome dude but in this case this guy's not that awesome no, he's, he's, he's not awesome a though. cranky old curmudgeon basically i was gonna say curmudgeon I also was going to swear, but I kept it clean because that's what yeah. Apple Podcast says we are. We're clean. That's right. Clean as a whistle over here on the Nostalgia Fun House. Johnny gets uh, we, all of his uncleanness out every Tuesday. So That's right. Yeah. Uh, that, that's uh, And then he haunts this house and the house is, there's all little notes here of the house is, dest- it keeps getting destroyed or something like that on yeah, that spot. Like his, his house burns down. And the little because he's gonna marry, he wants to marry a widow who has a kid, right? Has a cold. and the kid is uh, has a cold, the sneezing, uh, yeah. Uh, and then the house burns down, but they didn't mention like, did the kid burn down with the house? That's what I was confused about because like, he's the ghost is a kid, he's still a kid as a ghost, yeah. And so they, to me, that would say that he died when he was a kid, right? Yeah, because the special effects in this is really good. Up until they still tell the story of Mr. Boogity, which I understand what they're trying to do, because for some reason there's a pop up book about the story of yeah. how William Hanover became Mr. Boogity. And when they, I, I will say that my uncle Lark is a great storyteller. Oh, though. there you go. See, yeah, maybe we just get him pop up books. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like his. I'm saying, like his, thing like that character's delivery is great. Like as he's telling the story, is great. This, the visuals that they decide to use is a little off for me like you're saying yeah yeah like uh because when they go into the visuals it still actually looks like they're like in the pop-up book but yes it's, but it's like live action yeah you can tell what they're going for but, like you said but yeah i have a feeling because of the way the special effects are maybe they were like we blew our budget so let's just make this look like a high school like a low budget high school play set agreed 100 percent. because there are some pretty especially again considering when this came out which was the 81 when this came out 86 86 came out in april 20th of 1986 yeah perfect for halloween that's disney man they don't know when to put out halloween stuff hocus pocus came out in the summer like like halloween 
Disney puts out Halloween stuff in the summer, Andrew. I don't know if you knew this or not. Hocus Pocus. I, knew, I saw that because when I was doing like this uh, today in pop culture history, I saw that and I was like, this doesn't make sense. So I kept on looking it up like every five seconds. Yeah, because it, 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 it is ridiculous. I don't like but basically, it. this kid, sne- uh, uh, I guess when he passed away, he had a cold. So you just keep it. So he just sneezes in the afterlife. Uh, his mom can't come into the house as. And she's a ghost, of course, but she can't get into the house because, of course, there's a Mr. Boogity in there. But I thought if you invited, so so that was the other part that got me. Being a little bit of a paranormal kind of weird research thing. I always thought if you invited a spirit into your house. They usually can come into the house. Okay. Yes. I know you're a little bit. Because the mom, the mom sees her out. Yeah, the mom sees her outside and does invite her in. But she acts so normal about it. She's like, oh, you're the widow. Oh, why don't you uh just come on in? And she's like, I Yeah, come in. And she's like, No, just she's just like talking to a ghost. She's immediately like on random. board with she's immediately on board with what's happening. Yeah, <laughs> it's just so weird that she's doing that. Yeah. To to the point where I would say uh, her backstory is she's dealt with that before. <laughs> Maybe she's a psychic or something, because that's I don't know. It was just so weird that it wasn't like all the other kids were scared. Like even when the footprints were on the wall, even yeah. that too. Okay. I the dad, the dad didn't believe it at first. So at least oh. he has a little bit. He thinks they're playing because playing jokes on each other is a family thing that they always do. Obviously. I think that's why they had to keep that running pretty hard. Yeah. But it takes so long. I felt to get to the actual Mr. Boogity. Yeah. I would say he you don't even see him until like the last five minutes, right? Yeah. Something like that. They find the missing teddy bear. The little boy stole the teddy bear from good old. That, to me, that's Reginald. the best scene in the movie, too, is the two brothers talking to that little kid ghost. Yeah, the force ghost. Yeah, force the force ghost. ghost. A lot of force I, ghosts here. I put that in my notes. Oh, I think I sent that to you. You did. Yeah. yeah Plenty of, of force ghosts. Plenty of force goes. Yeah, so a young Jake Lloyd there and <laughs> dealing teddy bears went on to steal a lot more other things too. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely not the hearts of Star Wars fans, I can tell you that much. No, he didn't deserve all that hate. I'm going to say that now. I'm sitting that's on that so sitting hard. on the hill. That's not his fault. Mm-hmm. Uh but yeah, the um but that's my probably my favorite scene in this is the the three kids talking to each other and like, hey, you kind of felt it like that you could tell, I mean he's a He's been a ghost for a long time. On top of that, he doesn't get to see his mom and he's lonely. So, like, you can feel for that poor little force ghost. So, you gotta. Because <laughs> that's the other thing, too, is probably the only other ghost in the house, right? It's Mr. Boogity. And yeah. Stay away from him. You don't want to be like, hey, Mr. Boogity, you want to go, like, hang out in the, <laughs> yes. in the Dagobah system force realm and go mess with Luke? Yeah. If you watch, if you've seen this movie, you understand 100%. If you're a Star Wars fan, you've seen this movie. The first thing you think about whenever you see these ghosts, you're like, oh, it's a forest ghost. Yeah. And they probably do better special effects with their forest ghost than what they did in in the sequels, too. Uh, <laughs> Hot day. <laughs> but Mr. B- <laughs> Mr. Boogity appears. He finally appears. He's very yes. disformed. So, very creepy looking, I would say. Yeah. So that's the other thing. If he burned with the house, is that the burn marks? I would assume that's why he's disfigured is because or he was burned is it because like that. of like a curse because of the cloak. 
or both. Maybe it's a they combination. Classified like the powers of the cloak. He like his he. I was going to ask you that because his powers are like he made the dad. Uh, he can kind of like force the dad to sort of uh, stay in one spot, like he can't move. Sort of paralyzes him in a way. Force powers. Or, force powers. Uh, the older son, he turns that. that was the dumbest thing. Thing into a balloon, I guess. And he wouldn't, and he made sure. That and he, he couldn't let him, and he couldn't let go of it, so yeah. he floated up into the ceiling. Why would you turn like the fireplace, like little coal shovel thing, into a balloon? And why? Mm-hmm. How? And how powerful is that one thing that he's turning into a balloon that it is lifting? Andrew, up? don't be mad because you couldn't think of it. Okay. Do you know what the part that really irked me? What's right. that? So as they're fighting, <laughs> Mister Boogity. Okay. Yeah. I'm watching this. Now, this is only probably the second time in about two years I've watched it. Uh, Before this, I watched it with the little kid that lives down the hall. Uh, And so I'm watching it, and Mr. Boogity turns on the vacuum cleaner, the gag vacuum cleaner. All of a sudden, makes it into a regular vacuum cleaner. Because before this, like a gag vacuum cleaner, like this, it was like a shop vac, and a clown popped out of it. So he turns this on. And see, once again, I'm just going to say Brian Tanner from Elf, the youngest kid, (laughs) sucks in the cloak. Yes. He cannot stop it. Like, he's like, oh, no, oh, my goodness, you're going to suck in my cloak. Yeah, he has all these powers, but he can't stop it. You turned it on. You did this. (laughs) Turn it off. (laughs) Like, that is the very last note I have of you turned it on. It's your own fault. (laughs) You turned it off. He, you were winning. You were winning this. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you think about this all-powerful magical cloak, you can't be like boogity boogity, and all of a sudden it just turns off? If you knew the one thing that gave you all your powers was on this cloak, wouldn't you make sure that that cloak was safe on you? Yeah. <laughs> and you would be like, oh, a vacuum cleaner could lead to my downfall. How about I not turn it on? And is it because it's a magical vacuum cleaner was able to suck them up? I don't know. Because how are you... anything that can suck me up is pretty magical. Last time I checked in anything to catch a coach, you needed a proton pack. Yeah, I'm a just non-licensed... I'm just happy to be sucked at any point. What is it? A non-licensed nuclear reactor or something? Egon explains it. Yeah, yeah. So, all right, but that's until Dickless comes in and turns it off. That's still one of my favorite lines yes. in any movie. That yes, is true. He has no dick. No <laughs> That's my favorite line still in anything. <laughs> the funniest thing was the one time I was trick-or-treating with the kid that lives down the street from the hall, and he was dressed up as, like, it was our very first Halloween in Texas, and he was dressed up as the Stave Puff Marshmallow Man. And out of nowhere. So here, like, everybody goes out into their driveway because it's, Still pretty nice. Yeah. And it's just guys, you know, just having beers and stuff. This dude saw Jacoby and he recited the whole thing about the Stave Puff Marshmallow Man. Oh, he's like, what Ray he's says. Just a sailor. No, like what Vegman says, where he's like, he's oh. just a sailor looking for some fun in New York City. <laughs> and at first, I'm like, why is this guy talking to my child like this? And then all of a sudden, it like clicked in my head. Yeah. Yeah, um, 
Like but back. obviously they they take care of that, and that's sort of how the movie ends. The uh, Mr. Boogie doesn't have his powers anymore. The mom's allowed to the Force Ghost mom is allowed to come in and see her Force Ghost son, and they're able to move on. It looked like <laughs> just gonna call him Force Ghost. Yeah, it's a pretty happy ending, I would say. Oh, but Andrew, yes, I watched half of the sequel. The Bride of Boogity, which came out in April twelfth of nineteen eighty seven, because that of- first one did they they were so happy with that first one and how honestly it was really well received. This one's that they're like let's do a movie. It. It's an hour and a half, first of all, oh. and like you said, the thing that surprised me is Eugene, uh, Eugene Levy's in it and he's in it a lot and he's the bad guy. He's not Mister Boogity, but he's like the he's he owns the general store in the town. And he's very annoyed because he also sells novelty items in his general store. Oh, so, so there's a bit of a rivalry there. Losing out on that sweet, sweet gag thing. Yeah. Wow, they recasted. We no longer have Christy Swanson. Most of the kids, I think, are gone. It's different kids. Except for David Fasciato. <laughs> well, because, yeah, because about 87, little Brian Taylor's off with Elf. And I don't know what Christy Swanson's doing, but she's well. Like, that's she's probably doing movies by then, right? Yeah, if she and she's Buffy the Vampire Slayer. How come she just yes? Yeah. <laughs> but uh, this was before. So, what was she doing in '87? Uh, I've never heard of Flowers in the Attic. Well, that's where I keep mine. Oh, '91. She did. Mannequin 2 on the move. That's what I'm talking about. 91 was a busy year for her. So she did Mannequin 2 on the move, Hot Shots, oh. and Highway to Hell. She wasn't Hot Shots. Yeah. <laughs> I completely forgot about it too. So, But I will, I will also say about uh, The Bride of uh, Mr. Boogity, 45 minutes is good. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say for a lot of these, like I remember this being like really, really long. Yeah. And it's not, it kind of comes in, doesn't overstay its welcome, which really helps it. If this, if this had been like an hour and a half, it would have been way too much. Yeah. It's which is proven by the sequel. I'm sad to say. Is that the one where he dances in front of the house? Like he gets levitated up. Oh, you haven't seen all the way through. I don't know. I, I just he may, he may have because Mr. Boogity, the last thing I saw, Mr. Boogity had sort of, um, I guess, taken over the dad in a way or made the uh, so the dad's like being really even more weird than usual. Uh, I don't know how that's possible, but I would like to. <laughs> it's possible. It's oh, definitely geez. possible. <laughs> I wish I could have seen your face when you looked up at me. Before you said it was possible. It's like, dude, you have no idea. All I think I could keep thinking about this whole movie though was like I I'm very lucky. I'm very lucky that my parents have a great sense of humor. Mm -hmm. Uh, it really helped fuel mine and my grandparents too. But like if it was just constantly this jokes and gags again and again and again. I couldn't possibly think of the hell I would think that I was living in. Like it was because it starts out funny when you're a kid. Yeah. Like those kids are perfect age for that. But even then it's got to become too much. Like, Hey, I just want some effing peace and quiet for five minutes, please. 
yeah, it was. I I definitely don't under I understand why I was scared of it as a kid, but I don't. As an adult, I'm kind of like, dude, what were you actually? Yeah, <laughs> this is the one thing I don't is, understand about the sequel is when does it take place because they hadn't uh because in the one i was in the sequel you see them actually opening their shop they get the building and all that stuff <laughs> the town already likes them except for eugene levy they're kind of like the the, the town really kind of rallies behind them and likes oh. them already so according to wikipedia the this makes no sense after you telling me this the movie begins about a year after the events of the first story that's what I think they're trying to say, but does that mean in a year like he didn't have a job? <laughs> oh, because yeah. they they you see them open the store in this. Pretty sure you got to go through therapy from battling Mister Boogity. I guess yeah. And this one opens up with like, uh, their uncle. I don't know if it's his brother or her brother, but the uncle shows up, and he also works for that same gag company, of course. And he's there to say, hey, he's delivering them some more products. But he's also there to say, hey, the company wants to make you like the head of the this big region or something like that. And he turns it down to stay in that house. This is so weird. So I was looking to see who played this. Wait, how did they have the same last name? But she's okay. So he's. So the the name is Elmer Davis, but he's Eloise's brother. But why would so she never had to change her name? <laughs> a Davis can marry a Davis, technically, I guess. I I I guess so. But in an in parentheses next to this, it says, "Share some unusual laugh." <laughs> that kind of explains the movie, really. Yeah, it was Ray Giardi. You know, he played Ken Adams in Full House for one. Oh, that's the film Full House. Do you remember when they did a, I think it was on Lifetime, did a behind the scenes movie of the show Full House. Do you remember that? I think so. And I just was <laughs> like, I'm not dealing with this. We might want to go back and watch it just for funny sakes. But uh, yeah, so that's this movie in a nutshell. Yes. Um, Andrew. Who would you be in this movie? Jeez. I would want to be John Aston. I think he's the only agreed over the top, like over the top, but but in a good way, fun character. Yes. Okay. In a great, he'd be the most fun to play. I think like he is the most fun, like the dad. You could be like, Oh, I want to be the dad. But how many times are you going to play that gag where all of a sudden you'd be like, okay, next take we cut. Let's get that again. It reminds me of like what it would be like to live with any of the guys from Jackass. Yes. That whole family should have been that other than the daughter. Yes. Uh, I'm with you. I think um, that character is the best character to be. That's who I'd want to be as well. Yes. Uh, what would you rate this out of boogities? Out of boogity boogity booze? Um, it's very enjoyable. I liked it. I it's think- a quick watch, which really helps it. Yes, especially with kids. I was do. Um, you said you watched it with your kid. Did he like it? Uh yeah, but I'm he very was curious. Bit, he was a little bit older. Yeah, 
So this was like a year ago. I'm not even sure. Uh, he was 11. <laughs> Carry the one. <laughs> uh, I have three. Okay, damn stuff. it. I have three. Uh, I'm trying to. Uh, I saw Andrew doing the math in his hand, dude. No joke. <laughs> so, yeah, we watched this, I think, last year. So he was like 11. So, yeah, that might be I a bit too think, old for it. I think it's just over the bridge. I would say if you're anywhere between. Well, I watched. I say six to 10 year olds would probably get, would love this. Yes. Yeah. It's a good gateway, goofy Halloween movie. I think. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to give it. I feel like three and a half boogities out of five. Boogadies I was going to give fair. it four boogadies. I'm, I got that I'm, extra half nostalgia. Yeah, I get it. I get it. This Boogie. is like if, if I had seen this as a kid, I would probably feel the same. I just remember it scaring the crap out of me. And I do re- think I do remember seeing The Bride of Boogity too, and that scared the crap out of me as well. Mr. Boogity was like something that people say to me, and I was like, it's it's not up there, but like a wrestling reference of like when you mentioned the fabulous mula to a female wrestler sometimes. It's like, ugh. Yeah. yeah. I didn't have the greatest time. But now that I'm older, not I'm trying not to compare my situation to that, but uh, <laughs> very, very different. Yeah, it's very different. I'm just using an analogy. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I don't. I had, I had fun watching it again, and then going back, I like to watch things that I was scared of as a kid. And yeah, I, I would say them. if I, if I seen this as a kid, this would be one that I would watch all the time every Halloween. Yeah, like I could definitely see it being that. I wasn't flipped out until Mr. Boogity came. Like Mr. Boogity lived rent free in my head. It's in the same vein of quote unquote scary as hocus pocus, those type of movies. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. like when you see what's his name, the corpse guy, he gets a little he's a little creepy if you Yeah, Billy. Yeah. Yeah, Billy. I can't remember his name. You're the Hocus Pocus guy. I love Hocus Pocus. As, yeah, a, never... as an adult now, I think it's very overrated. As an adult, a kid, it was great. It. As a kid, I, I still love it. I'm not gonna lie, but I have a lot of nostalgia behind it. That helps a lot. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so I would, uh, I would still say this is a really fun movie. It's on Disney Plus. If you have that, check it out. No need, in my opinion. I, again, have watched the whole thing, but uh, the bride of Mr. Boogity is. I, I was tuning in and out of it. That's yeah, all I'll say. I, Maybe it was just one of those sequels that we just didn't need. I think Mr. Yeah. Boogie worked fine. Now, my other question is, could how could you have worked this into a TV show? Like, I was does, thinking about that. Did Boogie not go away? And all of a sudden, like, I know we, there's... You could kind of turn it into... Sequel. What if you turned it into... Um, It's more... It's not just about that house. It's about that town. Lucifer Falls. And that's... And... All and there's all kinds of weird stuff that happens. They're sort of like an eerie Indiana. Oh, type okay, thing. yeah, okay. That, that, you could do that. Yeah. Why? Yeah, but then you got. Where would you still name it, Mister Booity? I mean, I don't know if they named it that before they were going to yeah, be a TV that's series. True. I I would have named it Lucifer Falls. That's a great that, name for a TV. That show. would great name. And then all of a sudden you got John Aston as like the guy that guides the kids into yeah. navigating these problems. It, I would love that show. <laughs> I, would, yeah, yeah. I would love that <laughs> show too. You're talking <laughs> into it. It's sort of like a before gravity falls. Like it's one of my yeah. favorite animated series. Uh, love that show. Uh, it could have kind of been that, but live action in a way. Yeah. It could be a mentor like, like Egon. Yeah. Uh, 
<laughs> but that is it. Uh, thank you for listening. Check us out on Facebook, YouTube. Uh, join us on Patreon if you want to support us and you enjoy what we do. And also check out our merch shop. And with that being said, good morning, good afternoon, and good night. Boogity, boogity, boo.